Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. It's The List and your boy with Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap. With Jimmy and Sean, so piss for your dumb. Make a fantastic song. Make a fantastic song. And we are live. What's up, you guys? I like that. That's a good new intro. What's the point of me doing the intro? You're just going to interrupt me. Video does a much better job. Yeah. And that was a good job. Who did that one? Riley upstairs I, did that one. I think it was one. Riley. He may have had help from Derek, too. Good but I think for it was them. mostly right. That's Riley. a good job. Good yeah, he was guys. learning new skills and stuff to do it. He did great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really good. We had that up early for Fightful Select subscribers. Had to make use of that Trevor Strong song. Riley is also, I must say, he is a champion food challenge guy. Ooh. Because oh, yeah. I, I think he's two for two. Oh, I really? Think, I think he might be two for two. He did the fries and something else. He did something at the ball game. Yeah. So. Good on you, Riley. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's still batting a thousand because he he did well with that that video clip in he my did. book. So. He did. Yeah. How you doing, bud? Doing good. Doing good. It's been a crazy week. Like it. I had a little bit of time off after Christmas in between the holidays, and then boy, did it pick right back up with it Wrestle did. Kingdom and Impact yep. and NWA stuff, and yeah. now all elite. Yeah. I was in Vegas. I didn't get back until yesterday. And so uh, I missed a lot of the, the stuff, but Sean always hits me up every day. He gives me a heads up of what's going on. So I haven't seen Wrestle Kingdom yet. Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't like out of this world, unbelievable, crazy stuff, but yeah. yeah. I heard a lot of the match times were shorter this time. They were significantly, yeah. which now they got the two-day thing going next year. I don't know if it'll be two days of Wrestle Kingdom if they're going to do the dash at Tokyo Dome. but right. Right, right. Hey, how was the dash attendance? It's pretty good. I mean, it's a small, way smaller venue. But could it could it warrant the move, and they would do decent attendance? Well, that's a hot ticket too. New Year's Dash is a really, really hot ticket. And considering that, I mean, you had Tai Chi, who I don't really give a shit about. He didn't get on the show. There were a lot of people that were on the pre-show that people that like Suzuki and Hiroki Goto that are typically on the main card. If you do that, you extend the match times and you split it up into two nights and it is a two night Wrestle Kingdom deal, I think they'll be fine. I uh I am contemplating going to Japan for uh for those shows next year. Oh really? Thinking about it because I'll be honest with you, uh I saw, you know, Ryzen had Mayweather. Even yeah. though even though it was a travesty of a fight. Ryzen had Mayweather and then Wrestle Kingdom and I thought to myself, I kinda wish I had gone this year. Really? Yeah. There, so, there wasn't a lot on the Wrestle Kingdom show that I thought, man, I, w- I just needed to see that live. I just needed to see that in person. Just the spectacle of it all. Sure. I wouldn't mind. Hell, maybe you and me will go, Sean. Hey, I'm down for it. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, I also want to put over James Lynch real quick. Anybody that doesn't visit our MMA section, uh, we have a guy named James Lynch does a lot of our videos. 
And because we're a crossover site, he always makes a point of asking MMA talent about pro wrestling. And uh, he interviewed a guy you all know, Jack Swagger, who's going to be fighting uh, in a couple of weeks for Bellator. He asked him about pro wrestling. That was such an entertaining interview because Jack Swagger was like... he was giving it today. It's on today's show. Oh, it's on today's show. Okay, yeah. well, then there you go. I didn't know that you had it planned out, so I'll, yeah. I'll save it for you. But that was, he, was, he was the perfect guy to ask about pro wrestling because he still follows it. Yeah, I know? sent uh, Melissa a clip from my Jay White making a finisher thing because he, he had a good showing. He beat Okada last week. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we'll run it. And then I saw where James interviewed Jack Swagger, and I think it was at like 1 or 2 in the morning last night. I messaged Melissa and literally said, fuck that clip, we're using this. That was good. And, uh, yeah, it, it is good stuff. He kind of revealed a, a little minor scoop ski about our truth maybe yep. playing him out. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But, yeah, yep. I like that. You all never know what we're going to have on the MMA side because under the radar, he interviewed Eric Spicely, a UFC right. veteran, too, who talked about the tryouts. Like, a lot of people didn't know Lacey Evans helps run those, tri- run those tryouts because of her – Marine experience said that right. she was there uh, yelling at, at people who were like taking a rest on the ring and all awesome. kinds of stuff. A lot of good insight there. Subscribe to that MMA channel, guys. <laughs> we're really pushing towards 1000. It's youtube.com slash fightful MMA boxing. There you go. And I got to apologize. I'm a little bit under the weather. So if I cough on the air, it is what it is today. You, you so. get sick all the time, Jimmy. It's because I have children, man. Is it because this office is a breeding ground for? For, for bacteria. If one person gets sick, we all get sick. Yeah. Is it because you're co-mingling with the plebs there at the office? At the 2323? Uh, you know what, man? The coach doesn't congregate with the players. Oh, wow. But, uh, oh. Wow. <laughs> That's why you don't follow me on Twitter, Jimmy. <laughs> I learned that a long time ago, man. Do, do you got to keep some separation. Do you still not follow Melissa on Twitter? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's, not on, it's not intentional. I don't really follow anybody. It's not intentional, you know. Follow me. Follow the important. I follow people. you because, like, well, I guess I should follow Melissa because she does work for me. But I told you that, like, James Lynch's or James uh, Ellsworth's guy said, "Follow me," and I basically said, "I'm not a follower." Well, yeah, but he doesn't work for not not just work for us. Work directly for you. <laughs> That's fair. When when people like say, "Oh, who are, are you your all right bosses? there, girl?" Okay, all right. When people say, who are your bosses, I include Melissa in that. To me, anybody who works at that office, I consider above me. Melissa, well, you, you hear even, that? Oh, I already knew I was his boss. I mean. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, wow. Is that why you put her over? No, I was mean. Was that the reason? Realistic. Did and you lay down for her, Sean? I mean, let, let's be honest. She's not going to beat me in a shoot. She's not going to beat me in a thumb wrestling match. It's not happening. But let's I have the mute button, Sean. Don't make me use it. Let's look at some of the people that you follow. Yeah, go ahead. J- Justin Roberts. Yeah. Yep. Showdown Joe. Yep. Fightful. Trig Tent. Mm-hmm. The Edmonton Oilers and OilersNation.com. Yes, I do. Anna Bauert. Yep. Who seems to be doing very well, by the way. David Tease. Yep. Uh, Fightful MMA. Fightful Wrestling. Brandon Howard, who is Ryan Rishog? Ryan Rishog, he works for TSN. He's an Oilers analyst. And James Lynch. Now, see, I used to be like that. I used yeah. to like only want to follow, but not fourteen people. It was like two hundred. Uh-huh. Now I'm way more relaxed with it, and I'm like, whatever. I'll, you know, it's it's a lot more. The but... problem is that like your newsfeed gets so clogged up, you're gonna miss the good stuff. No, I, I follow eight hundred people, and I don't really miss anything. No, because if anything's good enough. 
more than one person's talking about it. I guess that's fair. I just because I, I don't I don't check my news feed all day long. So when I have time to do it, I don't want it to get clogged up. How are you gonna are you gonna miss all the hot tampon scoops? Oh, we're gonna follow. talk about it, Sean. We should talk about. We're how gonna talk about it because my wife actually asked me about it last night, and I, I told her I will. It will be on the podcast today. That's well, Melissa said we got six hundred new Facebook likes. Where did that come from? Eight hundred. Eight hundred. There you go. We'll I reposted the clip. Three hundred thousand views. Hey, follow us on Facebook, guys. We're gonna get there. Let's start with uh, all elite wrestling. This is probably the story of the week. Might be the story of the year. So uh, they had their rally in Jacksonville yesterday, and uh, we knew going in that Cody and the Bucks and Hangman Page and SoCal Uncensored were involved. We knew that. Yes. Uh, they made it official at the rally. MJF is involved, Joey Janelle and Penelope Ford, Pac, a.k.a. Neville, which is a big one, uh, big one. and Chris Jericho, which is uh, just a real coup for them. Jer- getting Jericho was a coup for them. It was already kind of speculated because of rumors about him and Jim Ross, and... Uh, He's going to be a great get for them because I guarantee you, Sean, when they talk to these television networks, even if the television guys are familiar with pro wrestling, they probably don't know who the Young Bucks are unless they're hardcore wrestling fans. They're going to know Chris Jericho. That's, so, that's very true. So he, he's a coup for them. So, uh, so props to them on that. They announced a women's division. Uh, they announced a partnership with OWE, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment in China, which Makes sense because that's one of those big markets everybody's been trying to figure out how to monetize. And so uh, getting involved with them, I think, is a pretty smart idea. Uh, Billy Gunn's going to be a producer. Uh, that's they a good idea. Now, Brandy, um, I'm going to reserve judgment on how she does as the chief brand officer. And it's funny because I actually had somebody on Twitter, because uh, I made a comment. Somebody said to me, what do you think is Brandy as the chief brand officer? And I said, well, she's not really qualified, but I'm going to wait and reserve judgment. Somebody, because everybody on social media thinks they know everything. So somebody hit me up and said, uh, she's got a master's degree. She's qualified. And, and I had responded to them and say, uh, I have people re- re- applying for entry-level positions with master's degrees, like on the regular. Yeah. So that does not qualify her. But at the same time, I'm not going to say she's not qualified until I see her in the position. I did think that she made a mistake at the show saying uh, equal pay, mm-hmm. because anybody watching that knew Britt Baker's not going to make what Chris Jericho makes. Yeah, and I mean, there that's for in, open for interpretation. Well, she clarified in it. Yeah, she did clarify, as yeah. she should have. But yeah. I, I will say, Britt Baker money in pro wrestling is going to be a thing. Because let's not forget, she's working full-time as a dentist right now, too. And she is, not, but this is a charity. passion, right? This is a passion. What, pro wrestling? So, yeah. For right yeah. now, I did an interview with her a couple months ago. She said right now she wants wrestling to be her job. Sure. She can be a dentist, but... I mean, you got to remember, dentists in America make like six figures. <laughs> oh, sure, of course they do. But she understands, like, I'm still young, and, and it's a passion. A lot yeah. of people, when they... I'm going to tell you a quick little story. So, you know, when I had my old wrestling website, and back in, like, 98, when I started making full-time money, and I quit my full-time job to focus on the website, my boss at that company, you know what he said? What? He said, I get it. You're going to go join the circus. That was his terminology. Oh. You're, you're going to go join the circus. You'll be calling me in six months. And I said, dude, in six months, you'll be fucking calling me. Wow. Because I don't like when people talk to me like that. Of course. No. But that was his that was his ex, his way of looking at it. You're young, so you want to go join the circus. Have you ever, and, have you ever uh, told the story? The, the original story of, of someone in this business saying that to you? And then you're like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't recall the story you're talking about. 2016. Before, before you got in touch with me, the person who said, "quote unquote." Oh yeah. He said, "You I can't." I don't af- know this story. He said, oh. "You can't afford me." Never say that to me. 
Never. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he, wor- he, he works for a major wrestling site. He's considered one of the insiders in the business. And he got on the call with me when I was looking to hire someone, and he said, you can't afford me. Oh, never say that to me. <laughs> and so uh, I was not interested in him whatsoever. But things have worked out pretty good with Sean Ross App, so yeah, hey, I can't complain. I work at, at, a, at a discount, we'll say. Oh, cute, now. cute. Anyway, uh, so back to AEW. So they announced their first show, All In 2, Double or Nothing. Let me tell you, man, you can say whatever you want about AEW is going to succeed because they have decent talent. Say whatever you want about that. Talent has nothing to do with anything. In order to succeed as a new wrestling promotion, you need funding. That's what you need. And they have got serious funding. And when they announced that their first show, Double or Nothing, uh, All In 2, May 25, at the MGM Grand Sean, that is a major venue that WWE doesn't even touch. And I understand that, you know, T-Mobile now is taking a lot of the big fights. And yeah. so there's, there's more availability at the MGM Grand than there was, say, two years ago. That is still a major venue. That is an expensive venue. That is a venue that Cody and the Young Bucks would not be doing on their own. No chance they would be yeah. doing that on their own. And, uh, boy, that's a, that's a major, major league place for them to run. And that's making a statement as far as I'm concerned. I think it is too. I really like it. I think that they're they're doing a lot of the right things. They're saying a lot of the right things. The OWE relationship. Now I talked about the all elite <clears throat> stuff for about thirty minutes on a breaking news pod yesterday, but I think that is akin to WCW bringing cruiserweights from Mexico in. It is talent that has been exposed to another piece of the world. But not all that talent has been exposed to this part of the world. Right. They they have a little bit of an established following somewhere. Uh, I love the Britt Baker signing. I love the Janela and Penelope signings. I don't know if they faked a breakup on social media to kayfabe this, but if they did, kudos to them. Wasn't and she? They, wasn't WWE looking at her? They had, a, had her at a tryout. The one Thought with so. Eric Spicely, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Neville is a huge signing. MJF is a great signing because they needed heels. I he looks like, to... like he looks like the Miz and uh, EC3 had a baby. Yeah, you could do a lot worse I was looking than that, at, you? I was looking at him at the rally, and I was like, my God, the Miz conceived a child with EC3, and it became MJF. Yeah, over on our resources section, if you all go to FightfulWrestling.com, we, we are going to keep an, uh, up, an ongoing list of the roster. And uh, a lot of good names. I, I think they need to diversify a little bit. You got the OWE guys, but you don't want a roster full of just <laughs> white guys who look and wrestle the same quite frankly you, you need to diversify your roster a little bit i love billy gunn as an agent <laughs> yep. i think that's really good uh his son a lot of people assumed his son would sign but his son is saying on instagram that he's signing somewhere and not aew so i mean that'd be hard for billy gunn to kind of produce your own kid although they're going to have more than one producer yeah oh but, of course uh, they will bj whitmer's in with the company oh that's right that's right because they had said so, that before yeah, yeah so yeah. when i look at things and i'm like okay well that's good i already have some people that i have as contacts not necessarily insiders but i've interviewed christopher daniels i've interviewed kazarian right interviewed hangman page a hundred times janella yeah. mjf like yeah. Britt baker Britt baker contacted me in november for an interview yeah so i'm very happy that there are people here that we already have a good rapport with uh i'm not gonna fucking cheerlead it like some people are that makes me uncomfortable but i will say this much and i'm not i'm not i don't want to talk shit about anybody i saw alex marvez in an awe shirt at the rally 
And yeah. anybody, anybody that knows, knows Alex Marvez, he's a wrestling journalist. And I think he was most recently writing for the Miami Herald. I could be wrong, but I think he was. Yeah. He used to work for the, for the Observer. I don't know if he is no longer going to be a wrestling journalist. If he is now an employee of AWE, I assume that's probably the case. But when I saw him standing up there knowing he's a wrestling journalist, I thought to myself, you cannot be a nonpartisan wrestling journalist when you're standing up there with an AWE shirt on. Correct. So I assume that he is shifting over to become an employee. Conrad Thompson, I don't mind because he was never a journalist. He's just yeah, a podcast a, guy. He's so. a podcast guy. He's yeah, running StarCast. Fine. He's, he's yeah, connected yeah, yeah. with that. He has a vested interest. Yeah. And good on him. StarCast too. that's good. We're going to talk to a lot of people uh, ahead of that as well. Now, I'm going to hey. say again what I what I said before, and I, I talked to Sean a little bit about this off the air. If it was me, I realize Tony Khan is not a wrestling guy. I've seen the old tweets that you showed, Sean, about him talking about Shelton Benjamin like seven years ago, because he's a big wrestling fan going back a lot of years. He's a wrestling fan, and he's got money. He's not a wrestling guy. So I understand that he needs to surround himself with wrestling people. If it was me, I would not hire active talent to be executives. That's just That's just me. Um, we're going to see what happens. I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm not going to immediately instantly shit on it because they have active talent in executive positions. you got to wait and see the final product. I yeah. wouldn't do it, but I guess we'll see what happens. As far as the Marvez thing, as Pro Wrestling Unlimited pointed out, it's, it's rumored that he's going to be an announcer for the company. So, hmm. and I, Really? I Does he have experience with that? Not sure, but I mean, considering some of the alternatives, I don't think it's too bad. There, there are a couple of guys I think they should have looked at Todd Kinley. I think they should have looked at Tyler Valls. I think they should have uh, looked at those two guys, especially because they couldn't announce Jr. He's under a WWE contract, right? So, but it's, they, it's, a, it's all assumed. Yeah, you know? a lot of people expected Kenny Omega to be announced. He's under New Japan contract. He right. can't be announced as of yet either. Did you see where a bookie was taking bets on Kenny Omega being in the final four of the Rumble? And I'm like, uh, can is I it that same UK website? Uh, it's like Odd Shark, and I was like, "Can I get a prop bet for him not being in the Rumble at all?" Because what are the odds? Like, I think it's plus. I'd have to look, but I think it's like plus fifteen hundred or something like that. He that he is or isn't? That he is. That he is. That he a is. Final four in the Rumble. Yeah, let's put down ten grand on it. How can we get in on that? Can I get in on that as a Canadian? Let's see. Well. Go see ahead. And if you, carry see if you can hook that up. See if you can hook that up right now. Put ten grand on it, Sean. Ten grand. Okay. Well, uh, you're gonna need to do that because I'm not rocking with that in my bank account. <laughs> because he's not thrifty. I'll take maybe, care of yeah. it. I'll take care of maybe, it. Maybe when I get that Britt Baker money. Cute, cute. All right. Uh, well, you know what? I will say this. I so I've seen a lot of stuff online about this whole AEW thing, and you know, it's very similar to a, to a lot of other situations. WWE fans shit on it. Uh, and people that are, say, fans of Ring of Honor or the Young Bucks or Cody Rhodes, they're praising it like the second coming of, of something massive. I stay kind of down the middle on the whole thing. I think that this is good for wrestling, like we talked about. There's going to be more uh, guaranteed contracts available than ever before. There's going to be more guys that are going to have to hustle less to make a living. I also am hoping that this is going to be the shot in the arm that WWE needs because creatively they were at their best when they had WCW breathing down their neck. And I feel like there's been no sense of urgency. There's been, I don't want, I don't know if lack of passion, but there's been no sense of urgency with Vince McMahon for 15 years. Yeah, so. I, I would, I would agree. And I had somebody in the Q and A on Fightful Select say, what do you think this will do? Do you think this will encourage Vince McMahon to step down or double down? And I said, probably double down. Oh, he's not going to step down. No chance. Yeah. No chance. The, the Omega odds are plus 1200, which is the same as. Lesnar, Brian, Wyatt, Lashley, Batista, Adam Cole. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 
Batista is a is is a plus on being a Final Four. Yeah, that's an underdog. That's an underdog. That is uh, you. Bat- oh, I was th- okay. I was thinking the other way. I was thinking the other way. Either way, the fact that he's listed, listed. Yeah, at who all, else is listed? Uh, I'll tell you who's listed underneath all of them. Yeah. Uh, Jinder Mahal, EC3, Big E, Baron Corbin, Aleister Black, Nakamura, Michaels, Jeff Hardy, Angle. Whoa, whoa, Michaels? Michaels is on that list? Yes, all those are listed as longer odds. Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shane McMahon, The Undertaker. The longest odds are Titus O'Neil, Shelton Benjamin, Sheamus, and Xavier Woods. Who's the tightest odds? Like, who's the favorite? They're all plus 2,500. Who's the favorite? The favorite is Seth Rollins at minus 1,000. The other, this is uh, in the final four. Others okay. that are in the minus, uh, which means they're favored, are Balor, Drew McIntyre. And how about this one? The next is R Truth at a plus 150. Probably for a comedic aspect, I could see that, but. Yeah, not final four, though. <clears throat> but yeah, hmm. if they, they legit take bets on this, I, I don't know why you wouldn't throw down a shit ton of money anyway. Well, I would need to make sure that this is a reputable set that's going to pay me. Yeah. It and comes then, from Bet Online. Bet Online? Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk off the air, Sean. Maybe we're going to do this on behalf of FIFO. We're going to throw some money down. Yeah, I think we're more likely to get our money from Bet Online than we are a mask from Aralucha at this point. <laughs> so they asked about my t shirt size. Yeah. Well, did they? And I was going to keep that all hush hush and just wear it, but I don't know if I'm ever getting the damn shirt. So they asked for It was so they size. can start production. They haven't. It takes, it takes a day to get a damn shirt printed. I know it does. <laughs> There's Come on. The company that makes our shirt is literally called One Hour Tees. There it, you go. Yeah. But um, clearly, Aralucha is not using them. Yeah, well, clearly, Bellator is using Jack Swagger, <laughs> also known as Jake Hager. He spoke to James Lynch. Now, this full interview is over on our new MMA and Boxing YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Fightful MMA Boxing. But take a listen to some of the some of his thoughts on pro wrestling, which were pretty entertaining. Uh, I think there will be some uh, WWE guys in attendance, and uh, I think uh, R-Truth, uh, Ron Killings, will be uh, performing at uh, the event for me. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Any any, any of those names you can reveal that, that might be showing up? Uh, any, any, any news we can break here on the, on the interview? And you're just going to have to tune in and find out. There you go. That, that's what we call a teaser in this business, right? So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So are you still watching pro wrestling like like WWE Impact? Are you still keeping an eye on what's going on? Uh, I'm not, like, current on storylines, but, uh, like, I know the injuries and who's out there right now. I saw that uh, Crown Jewel tag team match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and Kane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. I want to get your take on that. Uh, what about Becky Lynch? She's really blown up uh, this last little bit. Uh, have you been paying attention to her and what she's been uh, accomplishing? Yep, running, uh, running both divisions. I'm not sure if she still has the title in both, but like, it's it's very cool. That's a cool thing about pro wrestling. How someone just explodes like that, and all of a sudden there's electricity with everything that they touch. And you know, Becky is one of those dream stories. She's been a wrestling fan all her life. Uh, quit her job. Uh, at an airline to come and, and try her hand at it. And it's, it's amazing to see the success, see the passion, and, you know, who doesn't like an accent? And her rival, Ronda Rousey, came from MMA to uh, WWE. What were your thoughts on her transition and what she's been able to accomplish? Yeah, great, man, great. Um, I find that people with, uh, with, a, uh, with a background and some kind of discipline 
transition very well uh, into pro wrestling. Very similar techniques, very similar mindsets and how you train and how you prepare for the shows. So it wasn't a surprise to me that she has like transitioned and done it very quickly, I would say. And, uh, you know, you just need a, a little bit of something for them to push and market and your star. Who was your favorite pro wrestler growing up? Uh, growing up, uh, you know, guys like Danny Hodge and Dr. Death, uh, Steve Williams were household names. Uh, so those were, those were my favorite. Um, and then in the Monday Night Wars, uh, you know, I was a big uh, Kevin Nash guy. Um, that was really when I first started watching. Uh, like junior high and whatnot. And then, uh, of course, you know, all-time Kurt Angle. Uh, everything he does is just realistic. The counters are so tight, so crisp. It just makes uh, wrestling uh, entertaining and fun to watch. That full interview up on the MMA and Boxing channel, I love stuff like that. Uh, dare I say that the first time you gave me a phone call, and I was, I was fielding some offers here and there, and you said, crossover site, MMA, pro wrestling, boxing, you couldn't see it, but my eyes lit up on the other phone. This type of stuff is what I had in mind, too. I love that. There is such a marriage between the two. There is. And when, when James Lynch said, hey, I got Jake Hager, I was like, you get it. You get oh, it. Even, yeah. He doesn't even follow wrestling, and he no. gets it. He doesn't follow wrestling, but he knows he knows what we do, and so he always asks the wrestling questions, which is, how, which is really cool. How funny is it that James Lynch, probably never watched pro wrestling, gets more pro wrestling scoops than a significant percentage of the people who cover it? That's because they're all aggregators. That's what I told you. That's what I, what I didn't want to be. Yeah. You know? yeah. Let me ask you this. So the SmackDown taping this week, uh, initially people wearing AEW shirts trying to buy tickets were turned away. What's the story on that? I know that they changed their... Their, their mindset on that as the night went on, but what was the story? Boy, was this a mess. So initially, the first person who had reported this was, quite frankly, the penis druid that I interviewed months ago from Pro Wrestling Tees. Now, this led a lot of people to suggest, oh, well, they've got a vested interest in AEW. If they do well, then it's all, all a ploy. Now, if it was, it would have been a smart one. However, that's not really how we rock here we don't just take the quite frankly the the word of one fan i waited i i reached out to several other people there were rumors that it was from rowdy crowds not these people that i was talking to not the mild-mannered people that i have known for a long time who experienced a similar thing i talked to no less than six people who experienced this as well uh security was later filmed confirming this news and then eventually they were let in i reached out to wwe who said uh, people in w AEW, or AEW shirts are being let in. They didn't say they were denied entry. They didn't comment on any of the things that happened before, only that they were being granted entry. People on the hard camera side were given WWE shirts to wear over top of it. I mean, th I had people literally accusing the security guard of being a crisis actor, Jimmy. Right. Right. I wish Nigel was here for this. Yeah. So he could yeah. break down some of the conspiracy stuff here. Ooh. It's it's wild, man, the, the links that some people will go to to cape for a company yeah. that really doesn't give a shit about this. So yeah, so let me tell you, so first off, this had to have been a WWE directive at some level. I'm sure it wasn't Vince McMahon telling Hunter, hey, I want you to tell security don't let them in. It was probably somebody that works on the road crew or something. But there was clearly a WWE directive to not let those people in. Then the other thing that happened was the forever TV intro 
they took Chris Jericho out of that intro? Pretty pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. By the time SmackDown aired, he was out? I get the feeling that Vince McMahon probably was informed of this decision, though, of sure. him to sign. Sure, sure, sure. I, I, I bet you Jericho let him know in advance, because he always tends to do yes. that, you know? Yeah. So let me tell you this, man. So one thing Vince Russo used to always say, and a lot of people shit on Vince Russo when it comes to creative, but one thing I agree with him on that he used to always say, he said, when you're number one, you don't even acknowledge number two. Right, you don't even acknowledge their existence. When you're the guy underneath, you do whatever you can to go after number one. And I fully believe that. And so WWE, AEW is not even an entity as of yet. Sure, they have major, major funding. They're gonna run a major venue in May. They picked up a guy like Chris Jericho. They're nothing. Why would you put them on your radar or let everybody know they're on your radar by not allowing them the shirts, by by making them wear WWE shirts on hard camera, by taking Chris Jericho out of the forever uh, prom. Why would you do that stuff? You should they, just make like they're not even there and just go about your business. They did the same thing in similar, in, in different circumstances with the cease and desist, which, mm-hmm. you know, quite frankly, if I were the Young Bucks, and I've never seen the cease and desist, I've, I've seen a cease and desist. I've from seen them. several. I've seen several of those, but not <laughs> the. That sold so many shirts for these guys. Yes. The, the people who accused Young Bucks of relying on old NWO tropes and DX tropes and Too yep. Sweet, that sold them so many shirts yep. because they were paid attention to. For all I know, and this is just me recklessly speculating, if I were the Young Bucks, I would have been like, yeah, they sent us a C&D. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, and really, that's, that's how you create a groundswell. It's how you create... Yep. This would have been a non-story uh, at the SmackDown taping. So what if people watching at home might have seen a few AEW shirts on the hard camera? It would have been a non-story if they had just done nothing. But because they went and did this stupid shit, it became a story. And the whole Forever video intro, someone's always going to catch that stuff, Sean. I like you know John I mean? Baez's uh, comment. Fickle. Right. Fickle. Right. It's, I just don't understand it. They are, you're the top of the food chain, and you are so far ahead of everybody else on that food chain. Why should you give a shit about not letting people wear it? It's just, it's just so silly and, and, uh, and whatever. Um, let me ask you about this one. So Dave Meltzer reports that New Japan is expected to maintain their partnership with Ring of Honor instead of partnering with AEW, at least in the short term, because we don't know a year from now what could happen. But at four least in the Four months from sh- now. Sorry? Four, four, or four months, months from, from now, now even. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, now Meltzer said that because AEW didn't get the New Japan deal, that that could cost them Kenny Omega services. I personally don't understand that that logic because whether he was to go to WWE or AEW under the circumstances is the same. Neither one of them have a New Japan deal. So how does that make a difference whether or not New Japan is involved for him to choose AEW over WWE? Well, if he went to AEW, they would get to use him. Who would get if- to use him? New Japan. The AEW guys want to work New Japan. No, I get that, but what I'm saying is what Meltzer said was because... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers... Hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. AEW did not get the New Japan partnership. That may have cost AEW Kenny Omega. No, I think they said that, that might have cost New Japan. Oh, is that what he meant? It might have cost New Japan Kenny Omega. Yes. Ah, okay. I misunderstood. He's likely to go with his buddies. Okay. And for now, I mean, why would you say, or why would you tell AEW, yeah, we're going to abandon these guys who helped us sell out Madison Square Garden, even though, (laughs) let's be honest, Madison Square Garden was sold out under the pretenses that a lot of these guys would be wrestling on that show. If I look at AEW right now, they have a... Right now, a way better, more top-heavy roster than Ring of Honor. Right. How many of the Ring of Honor guys do you need? I like Beer City Bruiser. Do you know who Beer City Bruiser is, Jimmy? <laughs> I know of him, but... Okay. Uh... Melissa, do you know who uh, no. Kenny, you know, Kenny <laughs> King is? No. Do you know who Chris Jericho is? Yes. Exactly. Ask her you, if she knows who... Do you know who Kenny Omega is? Yes. Okay, well, that's good. Young Bucks. So people at least... There's there's more to work with with AEW even from a talent perspective right. at this point, right. but the infrastructure, the television right now, all those things from a business perspective, Ring of Honor has a real handle on. Also, they have a show already sold out at Madison Square Garden. Uh, we'll see how it works out in Las Vegas because I, I caught some flack early on when I when Ring of Honor and New Japan announced MSG. I said. Don't see it as that big of a deal because they didn't sell it out at, at, at that point. When they mm-hmm. sold it out, I said, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm, and sure. I don't care what the building is. It could have been the Turd Springs in Manhattan for all I care. If it's Is that 15, a new venue, the Turd Springs? Yeah, it probably will be. <laughs> if they sold 15,000 seats in the Turd Springs in Manhattan, I would have been just as impressed because that's 15,000 people paying to see your show. Now you have All In looking for, what, 15,000, 16,000? Or All Elite looking for 15,000, 16,000 in Vegas, yeah. not on WrestleMania weekend? Yeah. I think if they are able to do that, New Japan has to take a long look at this and say, all right, we got Madison Square Garden filled up WrestleMania weekend. These guys got it without TV in Vegas across the country not a traditional wrestling city is Vegas. No, but it's cheaper than Chicago. That, that's that's true. You know, because I, Chicago, they had so many people fly in for that show. Uh, Vegas is way cheaper than Chicago. Yes, it is way cheaper. Uh, so. I'm considering considering covering that event live. Oh yeah, considering or maybe at least, you, maybe you and I will go, Sean. I'd go. To, I'd go to Vegas for that. There we go. Maybe yeah. we'll do that. We could yeah. do our live podcast, live post show podcast from there. Yeah, I think Ooh. that could be fun. That could. Happen. Don't miss your flight. <laughs> yeah, well, that is not a guarantee. We'll, we'll talk about that. Let me ask you this. So uh, Meltzer reported that Kenny Omega was given a, quote, fantastic offer by WWE. Uh, have you heard anything about that? Yes. And what have you heard? Lots of money, um, obviously. Uh, very, very, very big money. What kind of money? I mean, I haven't heard a dollar amount. I've heard okay. in the millions Okay, area. So, so Forbes reported last year... I think it was for 2017, 
They reported that I think Roman Reigns I think was the highest paid regular on the roster, mm-hmm. and I believe they said he made 2.9 million. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand that a lot of that is not guaranteed. A lot of that is from yes. residuals from live events and all that stuff. Do you know if Kenny Omega would be willing to work a full time schedule? Because if not, in order for him to make that kind of money, obviously they'd be giving him a higher downside, and I could see that having a negative trickle effect on the rest of the locker room. All of this is going to have a trickle effect on the locker room. Mm-hmm. This will do more than the Saudi Arabia money or the TV deals did, because now WWE is handcuffed, in a sense, into paying their guys more and offering people more because they have real competition offering them more. Mm-hmm. Not just real competition there. <laughs> you have Sinclair Broadcast Group, who I don't expect to lie down. Right, They're, they're going to be offering money, too. Kenny Omega last year worked 60 matches. Mm-hmm. How many did AJ Styles work in 2018? Can you find that real quick? Oh, boy. Yeah, I Because can. Styles, to me, is the... He's the, the fair comparison. When you want to look at bringing in an Omega... And uh, AJ had a really good year. He was on the Forbes list, too. He made over $2 million, but he worked his ass off in twenty. Yeah, and he's, he's looking for increased money for less dates. Right. AJ Styles worked 145 matches. Now, that's, matches, not, right. that's not dates. Right, exactly. He's probably on the road 250 days last year. Yeah, because, so I mean, he, there, he worked all... for that two, two whatever he made, two plus million. He worked for that. Oh, yeah, and, and not to mention, what we say 145 dates but you got to remember that stretch between christmas and uh and new year where Mm -hmm. wwe goes goes wild he worked five or six matches in that period alone right Right. so yeah a lot lots of stuff man lots of also i'll I'll bring this back to brit baker money you know that some of these women in the wwe roster who have been there and have seen aj or aj league tweet stephanie mcmahon and say hey what about our pay especially Mm -hmm. as as I mentioned last night on SmackDown, it's no longer a novelty. The women are main eventing SmackDown. Oh, yeah. It's just a normal thing. Yep. They're, they're going to be on there. They're going to have good matches. If you are a woman in WWE and you're looking and you see it's kind of slim pickings for AEW and Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. all these other people, you're going to say, ah, you know what? Let me go get that Britt Baker money. I'm not going to have to work as much. Uh, I'll be more creatively free. I'll yeah. let my personality shine more. I mean, look at Bailey. Yeah. Bailey was somebody who was such a hot property in NXT, and they've watered her down to almost nothing in WWE. The only thing that WWE has going for them, and we've seen it in a lot of cases, is a lot, a lot of the talent in WWE grew up as WWE fans, and they considered it their objective in their career to make it to WWE. And mm-hmm. Bailey is an example. Bailey was a longtime WWE fan. Yeah. Who knows at this point if she's now on the on the fence where she's thinking, well, I, I want to get paid. I've yeah. done WWE and I want to get paid. That could be, you know. So, But things are changing, man. So now, uh, you know, now with New Japan having a lot of their top guys leave, Ring of Honor has some of their top guys leave, everybody's hustling now. Uh, and it was announced that uh, Chase Owens, member of the Bullet Club, He's resigned with New Japan for one year. Rocky Romero has resigned a multi-year deal. Juice Good Robinson one. and Juice Robinson for three years. And then on top of you know because we're going to have this whole talent thing. And remember we talked a few weeks ago. Dave Meltzer said that WWE was allegedly blatantly going after contracted talent and other promotions. Yeah. So Court Bauer on December fourteenth posted this on Twitter. You have that, Melissa? Yep. He said, two attempted raids in two days as we head into tonight's MLW Fusion Live on BN Sports. Wish we could all work together. And then at the very bottom, he put hashtag honor, which kind of 
made it clear who yeah. he was talking about. PW Insider reported uh, recently that one of those talents was Harry Smith, a.k.a. David Boy Smith Jr., uh, and to his credit, he decided to re-up with MLW and signed a new deal with them. But this is going to happen more and more and more uh, as these promotions clamor for this talent. That's why I said it's a great time to be a pro wrestler. Best time it's been in, in almost 20 years. Davey Boy, a guy who a lot of people expected a lot of things out of in WWE, kind of, I don't want to say fell off, but wasn't, not necessarily persona non grata, but wasn't sought after as much. He was sought after over the last month and a half. New Japan sure. still wants to work with him. I mean, he's a big dude. There is nobody like him on the independent circuit right now. Like and, they're, and honestly, with all due respect to him, Harry Smith was not the draw that Davey Boy Smith Jr. is. Sure. That's just sure. a fact. And so, uh, but good for him that he's going to get paid, man. You know, good Yeah, for I him. think he's still in his early 30s, too. Right. All right, let's go to Stupid People, Melissa. This is a stupid song, it just goes on and on. You might find some meaning, but you would be wrong. All right, TrevorStrong.org, thanks for the usage of the stupid song. And after this, go to Fightful Select, where we have three more for you. Stupid people extended. And I got good ones again, man. There are more people doing stupid shit this day and age, so I've always got good ones, Sean. And these are good. So this first one, this is reported by the Washington Post on January 8th. Do you like chicken tenders, Sean? My wife loves chicken tenders. Yeah, Melissa, do you like chicken tenders? I love chicken tenders. So last weekend, there was a car accident in Cherokee County, Alabama. And it involved an 18-wheeler loaded with pre-packaged chicken tenders. uh, And it rolled over on a highway. Put up that photo, Melissa. Sometimes when you start explaining the story, I realize what these photos are. Yeah, I don't like to tell you in advance. So so there's some of the aftermath when they're trying to clean up those packages of chicken tenders. Um, so they ended up spilling all over the highway and all over the, the little ravine there. And uh, 24 hours after that accident, Sean, the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office was forced to make a public service announcement. Why do you think the Cherokee County Sheriff's Office had to make a public service announcement? Were people eating them? People were pulling out their cars over, getting out, trying to get the packages of chicken tenders. No! They were causing traffic jams and they were causing potential accidents because people were standing in the road trying to get packages of chicken tenders. And this is 24 hours after they had spilled, Sean. In Alabama. It's above zero in Alabama. All that chicken wanted to do was cross the road. (laughs) You were waiting for that. All you can do is move on from that. But but now it's at a crossroad. This next one was reported by the BBC on January 5, and you're going to appreciate this, Sean, because of your MMA background and because of the recent John Jones story, Sean. You're going to appreciate this one, and that's why I included this one. So there's a 90-year-old man, 90-year-old man named Carl Grove. Hope I live till 90. And he recently won the men's 90 to 94 age group sprint race. Hold on one second. Melissa just shook her head. When I said, I hope I live till 90. Not to <laughs> didn't even notice I did that. Jimmy. You got to watch that you're on camera now, Melissa. I don't like this. You got to watch that. Uh, rude. Sorry, Jimmy. Please continue. Okay, so anyway, Mr. Grove, he won the men's 90 to 94 age group sprint race at the U.S. Masters Track National Championships last July. All right? Get that. 90 to 94 age bracket. And Mr. Grove, at 90 years old, won it. Now he's been stripped of that title. Why do you think he's been stripped of that title? 
PEDs. He failed the USADA <laughs> test. What did he use? So, I knew you were going to like this one because it's USADA. So I knew you would like this one. He tested positive for epitrenbolone, which is, which is a metabolite of the banned substance trenbolone. Yeah. Now, keep in mind he's 90. And so he was adamant, he was adamant, Sean, I did not take PEDs because I'm fucking 90. And what happened was he had actually passed an in-competition test on July 10th. The next day he failed a test. And they speculate that between the time that he passed the test and failed the test, he had eaten meat. Yeah. And so they think that it was something in the meat. But regardless, USADA failed him and he was stripped of his U.S. Masters Track National Championships uh, award or whatever it was. Damn. Can you believe that? 90. If if we had USADA, then Melissa never would have beaten me. You I'm might not have, you, you might right not have even made it into the match, Sean. Well, I, I know Canada's a little more relaxed up there, but there's no way she was passing that in competition drug test. <laughs> I mean, the Ontario Athletics Commission, they're a little strict, Sean. A little bit. Well, there we go. Next time I want full drug testing for the rematch. I used to know the commissioner. Did you? Oh, Ken, there Ken we Hayashi. Go. Yeah. All right, we're doing it. All right, this All last right. one. This is for the SRS file reported by CBS4 Miami on January 7th. So a 40-year-old man named Wesley Scott, Sean, yeah. he was arrested on an outstanding drug warrant. All right? At the time that he was arrested, he was asked if he had any illegal items concealed on him, and he said no. So then he was taken to the Pinellas County Jail, uh, and when they were doing their little inspection, they found three syringes inside his rectum. They said to him, uh, what are you doing with those, you know, three syringes there in your rectum? Uh, what do you think was his answer to police when he was asked about that? Gotta get my vitamins. He said, they're not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've told you I watch a lot of Investigation Discovery. Yeah. It seems like a good 40% of the stories on there are out of Pinellas County, Florida. Is that right? I don't know if, like, that series of jails or prisons just grants them more access to information or mm. prisoners for interviews or whatever it may be. But Pinellas County, I am very familiar with that place. Really? Yeah. Well, he's now facing charges of introducing contraband into a correctional facility. So, man. good for him. Good for him. All right, man. Here's one of the big stories we got to talk about. Priscilla Kelly. Let's talk about Priscilla Kelly. Let's, so I Melissa, love her. Melissa's already laughing. Already. I know this story. So, AEW needs to sign her tomorrow. So, and maybe they will. So some might remember Priscilla Kelly. She was in the May Young Classic. She wrestled Deanna Perrazzo in the first round. Uh, back on December 30th, she worked a match against a female wrestler named Tuna. And I will admit, I did not know who Tuna was. Yeah, I never I heard either. of her. Okay, so she wrestled a woman named Tuna. It was on a show promoted by Suburban, Suburban Fight Pro Wrestling, and it was a 21-plus show at the Hi-Hat Club in Los Angeles. One particular spot has gone viral. Uh, we have a, a clip from the match for you. Let's put that up, Melissa.
So a lot of people hated that spot. 300,000 views on our Facebook, man. Yeah. Oh, it went viral and it got a lot of attention and a lot of people hated it. Uh, people like David Arquette was very critical of it. Gil Kim, who usually defends women's wrestling, very critical of it. They were saying stuff like, you don't need to do that kind of shit to get over. A good match will get you over. Here's my take on it. How is it any different than what Joey Ryan does? How is it any different? David Arquette, who got his throat cut by a goddamn bottle. Gail Kim, who... I mean, he didn't did, mean to get his throat cut. But Gail okay. Kim, who I respect immensely. But yeah. when you're talking about integrity and professionalism, as she and Road Dog were, Gail Kim, who didn't like her work situation and rolled out of the battle royal and then quit her job on the spot. I mean, first the, the and foremost... Road Dog, Jimmy, used to butt-fuck people before his finishing maneuver. It's true. He did used to do that, yeah. I mean, here, here's here's what I think, man. Number one, it was a gimmick tampon. Because she actually... Priscilla Kelly actually had to come out and kind of defend herself. It was a gimmick tampon. It was a 21-plus show. And I'm not a fan of this kind of shit. We talked about it before, like Joey Ryan's thing. I'm not into it. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to say you can't do it just because I don't particularly like it. Yeah. I don't see how her, how that spot with her was any different than what Joey Ryan does. Priscilla Kelly, prior to this video going viral, nobody knew who she was. Just because she was in the Mae Young Classic, nobody knew who she was. Over the last week, week and a half, she's one of the top stories in wrestling. Exactly. And so it did what she probably intended for it to do. Would WWE let that happen on a national stage? No. Would Ring of Honor let that happen on a, on a national stage? No. Would Priscilla Kelly want to do that on a national stage? Probably not. But when it's an independent show in front of a 21-plus crowd at a club in L.A., I don't see how there's a problem. And so a lot of people that are so critical of it, I just don't understand how it's I, a big deal. I agree. I mean, That's just there, my take there are pretty clear pictures of her holding it up that were photographed and... I mean, let's be mature for once on this show. No. I don't know what a used tampon looks like, my friends. Did you say uh, you do know what a used tampon looks like? Uh, yeah. It kind of looked like a murdered live, mouse or something. I live with an adult female woman. I know what they look like. I'm glad you said uh, female woman. Glad you said female yeah. woman. Well, hey, I mean, you, you never know in this wacky world of pro wrestling. But <laughs> good for her. She, for better or worse, people know who she is. And people who, like, I, I saw a lot of people say she got attention in the wrong way. And I said, uh, jack shit she did. Mm -hmm. She did not because there are people who have no clue who she was before That's right. that now support her. That, and she's, Or at least know who she is, whether they like her or don't. They know who she is. And, and like you said, maybe she will get a cut. I mean, look at Joey Janela, right? Joey Janela basically made himself known by killing his body, doing Mick Foley-style stunts, and now he's got an AEW contract. And he's a successful booker. Right. While he's injured, right. he is selling out two nights of a WrestleMania show right. at really high prices. People like that are – man, I know. I even said uh, yesterday, gosh, I, I like after all the, the crisis actors and the – conspiracy talk about freaking t-shirts <laughs> i was ready for somebody to eat a tampon and get things back to normal nice for once like nice. i mean again for priscilla kelly yeah and you're not going to see her live on raw doing that you're not but in that environment i just don't understand how, how it was a big deal and i'm, I'm having a coffin fit just letting you know <coughs> yeah it's somebody pointed out in the chat may young gave birth to a hand uh triple h had sex with a blow-up doll it was meant to be a corpse Right, and he threw stuff at the camera. Remember? They pulled heads out of people's asses, like, <coughs> all kinds of stuff, uh, all kinds of shit jokes. Yep. 
So I, I don't want to. I think when Road Dog came out and said all that <laughs> stuff, and I was like, man, you have some balls being a, a higher up in WWE talking about integrity. And he later apologized. He seems to to have better perspective on things these days. That's good. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble. So this week when Becky Lynch earned a shot at the women's title uh, at the Rumble, initially I thought, man, that's such a a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. But as people have pointed out, and I think you pointed out, there is precedence with people having a singles match at the Rumble and then going on to be in the Rumble match itself. And so I'm going to hope that WWE is not uh, this tone deaf uh, and that no matter what happens in that match with Asuka, she's going to end up in the Rumble match. Everybody wants to see her win the Rumble and call out Ronda Rousey. If they don't go in that direction, they've clearly lost their minds. So that's uh, what I'm hoping is going to happen. Got to headline the show with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch at the very least. You need a mute button. I don't know how to do it. How do you do it? I've been muting you in between coughs, but whenever you see me go like this, yeah, pretty much. Hit her, hit her with a, hit her with a hand, hit her with a hand signal like a. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I've had a cough for like two weeks, and you know when you get that tickle, Sean? Yeah, nothing they can do about it. I mean, I had right a very persistent cough that you made me go get checked out, and I found out I have like asthma and seasonal allergies. And well, I don't have a persistent cough on a regular like you do, but I I have it currently. So. I also have a mute button, but I need to get a new mic. So I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. But yeah, um, Becky Becky needs a headline WrestleMania. Ronda needs to headline WrestleMania. And if you want to throw Charlotte in there, I'm cool with it too. I wouldn't. Because on that level. Yeah, but I, I would I would keep it Ronda and Becky. Yeah. Because Ronda has shown her ability to just bring it in singles matches. I can't wait for Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I mean, Sasha and Ronda's fine, but I really am stoked for the idea of Becky Lynch and Ronda and, ju- and just the presence that Becky Lynch has now. You know, we talk sometimes about certain talent. They have a presence like Elias. Elias has a presence. And now you see Becky. You see where she was two years ago when she had, like, the uh, the goggles and all that shit. And you see where she is now. Like, she has presence now. And uh, and she carries herself like a star. And her and Ronda Rousey, that, that is the main event match. No one is going to be offended if that match headlines WrestleMania. I think, I think wrestling fans are ready for it. So I hope they go in that direction. Let me ask you about this. So there's been some criticism with the usage of Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman on Raw this week. Uh, and how Braun looked like a coward because he stood in the ring doing nothing. It's been reported that he is not yet cleared for contact. Is that true? Uh, yeah, that's that's what I've heard. So if that's the case, why would they put him in that position where he looks like a coward? I don't know. Couldn't Man. have come up with anything better than to have Braun standing that in the ring looking like a coward. One of the worst planned segments I've ever seen. Like, you had Braun looking like a doofus and Brock looking like a giant pussy. And you know what kills me, too, is they have limited dates on Brock. They pay him a shitload of money. How many times have they brought Brock in, and all he does is either stand in the ring while Paul Heyman cuts a promo, or he just goes out, circles the ring. You know what I mean? Like, they, they pay him so much for appearance, and they don't capitalize on it. And it's, I think it's that takes away from him. Like, where I, I disagree with you about the Rousey <laughs> thing. I love that she wrestles and how often she wrestles. I think that's cool. For Brock, if he's not going to do anything... Just don't have him on the show. Agreed. Have the match set and he shows up at Royal Rumble because that furthers the agenda that he doesn't like the fans right. a lot more. But Or you know what? Do you remember when they would bring him in sometimes, like for example, with Heath Slater? Do you remember that? And I, and I know that they don't want Brock to have a live mic because they're afraid of what he's going to say. Yeah. But that time with Heath Slater where he called him in the ring and he said, you know what? I can empathize. I have children too. And then he annihilated Heath Slater. If they're going to have Brock there, have him beat, like, destroy a mid-card guy to look strong. Have him do yeah. something. You know what I mean? 
But what a waste of time he is. Let me ask you this question. This is, I think, the last thing I got on my list today. Oh, no, I got a couple more things. Uh, Hulk Hogan. So it seems like it's a little bit convenient that they brought him on Raw when Mean Gene Oakland passed away because, you know, you're not, not going to be a lightning rod for controversy or you're not going to be a heat magnet so much in that setting compared to being on Raw on the regular. Uh, that being said, I had no problem with him doing it because him and Mean Gene Okerlund went together so well. They were synonymous with one another for so many years. A lot of people did have a problem with it. What are your thoughts on it, Sean? <sighs> Boy, he's taking a second to think about this one, Melissa. Wow. He's really... Yeah. We're going to be off the air by the time he We're going to be off the air. Sorry, I'm processing. <laughs> we are out. I'm only kidding, Melissa. Don't don't do it yet. So, okay, too know, much my, dead air. Should we move yeah. on? My, my New Year's resolution, Jimmy. I hate all of this. Stop it. <laughs> to become more suspenseful. Let's move on. So Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Impact Wrestling is moving to the Pursuit Channel, which, uh, when you know, is owned by Anthem Entertainment. Whoa! Yeah. And, and they're also going to uh, stream Impact on Twitch. Now, I understand having to put a positive spin on things. I get it. Especially when you're a corporation, you got to try to put a spin on it. They've issued these press releases talking about, oh, this is a natural move and, and all this stuff. Let's just, let's just be honest. They could not get a television deal. Anthem could not get a television deal for Impact. Correct. They were making almost zero money on pop. They moved to Pursuit because they had no choice. Anthem owns the channel. Pursuit has nothing to do with pro wrestling. Nobody is watching Pursuit. I don't even know what their, what their top show is, but it does nothing. That's why they're moving to Pursuit. It's for no other reason. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, after Dave Meltzer reported that Impact tried to sell, he said they tried to sell the AEW. I don't know if that's a typo or what, but after Dave Meltzer reported that, Ed Nordholm, the president at the tapings this week, felt the need to address the roster and to tell the roster, we're not looking to sell the company. Now, once again, that doesn't mean it's the truth. Yeah. It's basically something that he had to say. It's, it's something they, he had to say. I had people in Impact saying... It was very reminiscent of Dixie Carter. Now, that was interesting because the person who told me that wasn't there when Dixie was, but has heard all the stories. He was feeding them such a line of bullshit. Nobody wants to get on the Pursuit channel. Hunting shows don't want to get on the Pursuit channel. <laughs> uh, I had somebody in the Q&A ask if I think that Twitch will lead to more viewers. They'll probably get more viewers oh, they will. because of Twitch. But, but are they going to make more money? No. Will they make more money? Maybe with some of those – some of the – if you got some generous people who want to tip big, right? Maybe, right? But that is that's a horrible move. Uh, it's, they had no other option in the U.S. That was the only option they have. I really think that Impact is going to be the casualty of AEW. Yeah, I do too. Because as that talent comes available, and now they have a third option, it's going to be tough, tough for Impact. You better believe AEW would want a Kiara Hogan, Jordan Grace, and Tessa Blanchard to help kickstart their women's division. That those are three that. Man, had they waited just a little bit longer to sign. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I don't know how long anybody's under contract for, but 2019 is going to be a very challenging year for Impact Wrestling financially. 
Yes. And uh, and we saw what happened last year when Anthem took over. They had to cut costs, and that meant cutting the payroll. And this time, if they if they find themselves in a position where they have to do that again, there are going to be suitors for that talent like that. Oh yeah, so. and I had somebody saying, "Oh, what does Impact have?" And then I looked; they got a lot of talent on that roster. Sure. They've got a ton. I've talked about it before, but LAX Moose. And a lot of the women in their division, Sammy Callahan, you want to talk about needing heels? He is as heel as it gets right now. Right. And they've got a lot of talent. They probably have some assets in a tape library, of course. And, man. It's going to be a hard year for them. Yeah, they don't have IP, though. They don't have any intellectual property because they gave all that up. So, as Matt Hardy showed off this week on Twitter. but I, I mean, they still have their tape library. You know? Yeah, that, that they, is... That is a nice tape library, too. Yeah. they got some good stuff, and a lot of people have been in and out of that company. Mm-hmm. That's all i got for you, man. Yep. Uh, guys, FightfulSelect.com. If you want to support Fightful in the most direct way, we had tons of shows. Over 200 podcasts up in our archives. Retro Review, Royal Rumble 1988 is up right now. We have the 205 Live NXT Review. The NXT UK review is up. I don't know if that will continue, but Warren Hayes and Kristen Ashley will be doing a uh, review podcast of that on Saturday on the free site. But also this week, uh, my Q&A podcast is up. When you subscribe, you can ask unlimited questions. And I have the Fightful Report podcast, which anchors the service. Exclusive news, contract updates, injury news. Then on the weekends, we have our non-WDB podcast as well, the Weekender Check it out. There is something for everybody there. Right after this, myself and Jimmy Van are doing Stupid People Extended. Lots of neat stuff. Lots of early access. Lots of news. I posted the tag match that was happening on SmackDown on the site earlier as well. Go over there. Check it out. And if you're on this video, leave us a thumbs up. Support us. We're out. Subscribe to Fightful on YouTube for the latest exclusive podcast, interviews, and news across boxing, MMA, and pro wrestling. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big.